another episode of Diaries of a Working Couple. I'm Chris, and I am alone today. Today is going to be a super, super short episode, um, but we did not make it to the weekend without our little baby boy uh, being born. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about it for a little bit. I snuck home. Jamie's parents are now with her at the hospital. Um, because I had to leave directly from work, uh, my car was stuck at a train station. So, um, Jamie's dad brought me back to the house so that I could go get my car, take a shower, get all settled, and then, um, come back to the hospital to care for the baby and Jay. So, um, Let's talk a little bit about what happened because it caught us off guard. Um, so, uh, this Thursday, which was supposed to be my last day at work, um, I went into the office super early because I had a early meeting with some folks that are out of the country. And uh, I got out of my meeting and, well, that meeting got canceled for other reasons, but I had some other meetings in place of that. And then I was sitting at my desk working on some stuff and I was just like, okay, I'm going to bite off some more code because I have one extra day. And I thought of two things that I could easily go off and do for my last day. And that would be that. So I started working on that, got about five minutes into it. And then I get a text from Jamie that's just like, you busy? And... I don't know. I kind of expected her to just call me if she was in labor or something. So it kind of caught me off guard. So I was like, maybe there's some something else that she wanted to tell me. So either way, I called her and she's just like, hey, my water broke. Uh, which I was very calm on the phone. Even my boss was just like, wow, you took that very calmly. Um, but I was just like, okay, uh, I will meet you there. And, you know, please contact my parents to get a ride there. Um, so then I hung up the phone and I told everybody at work, I was just like, all right, Jamie's water broke. I have to go. Uh, said bye to everyone. And then I ran downstairs, well, down the elevator and stuff like that to catch an Uber. And I had a lot of things on my list to do that last day, you know, with the work that I was planning on doing, which I don't really care about, but more importantly, I had some emails that I needed to send out, um, you know, just telling people that, you know, I'm going away, here's some personal information if you want to contact me while I'm away, stuff like that, just tying up some loose ends, and uh, I just had to type out everything in the Uber, and sorry, I'm like stuttering and stalling to think of words, but I had about zero sleep last night, which I'll go over. But yeah, it was a, it, it was a pretty crazy feeling. It started to hit me a little bit in the Uber. Um, you know, I could kind of start to feel the stress and anxiety of work fade away because like, I just knew that, you know, this is it. I, I am out. Uh, when I, you know, when Jamie goes into labor and I am on officially on leave. I am totally cut away from work. So it kind of was relieving in that f aspect. Um, but then, you know, 
the anxiety and nervousness of, you know, Jamie's in labor and we're, we have to, you know, go to the hospital to deliver the baby, uh, started to hit me a little bit. Um, but anyway, uh, in the Uber, I called my mom and I was just like, Hey, like, I just want to make sure that Jamie got a hold of you guys, uh, because I knew she was going to call my dad. And, uh, recently, I don't know, he's been like outside working on things. So sometimes he misses phone calls, but everybody was in the right place at the right time. My mom happened to be working from home that day. Um, so my, yeah, my mom and dad came over to the house and picked up Jamie. Uh, my mom brought her to the hospital. My dad stayed here and took care of the dog because uh, Jamie woke up at 10 and right when she stood up, she got a gush of water or fluid or whatever. Uh, her water broke and uh, she didn't really know what to do at that point. Uh, so she took a shower because she said she felt gross. Um, and then she called the doctor's office and was just like, hey, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to, like, come into the office or go into the hospital when, like, my water breaks. Um, also, when we got to the hospital, they were telling us that, you know, sometimes people think that, they're got, that their water broke, but it really didn't. Um, but anyway, when she was on the phone with the doctors, uh, another gush of fluid came. So uh, they were like, yeah, it's time to go. So that was around 10 o'clock. Um, I showed up at the hospital around 1115 because I was only about 30 minutes away via Uber. Um, Jamie and my mom took a little bit longer. So I was probably at the hospital about 20 minutes before them. And, uh, we went in the triage and triage was just like, yep, like your water is definitely, you know, everything's broken. And, uh, um, she was not very dilated and the baby was still sitting pretty high, but because we were already scheduled for a C-section, um, they just put us on the list to get a C-section that day. Um, one thing that I learned, uh, through this, most of this experience specifically through parts of the labor and the C-section is that when a hospital or when a hospital employee tells you it's going to be a few minutes or we'll take you in one minute. Uh, that does not actually mean one minute or a few minutes. There was various times where I was told, oh, we're going to take you back in a few minutes. And that turned out to be uh, 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. Things move very slow. You know, I know that like on TV shows, it's like somebody goes into labor. Next thing you know, they're in the delivery room and, you know, maybe they're, they act like they're pushing for a while and then the baby's there. Um, that is not what it's like in real life at all. And like, I know these classes that we took tried to prepare us for that, like saying that it's kind of a slow process and everything, but I didn't think that it was this slow. So, you know, from the time that, we were admitted into triage until the time that the baby was born was like six hours. So, you know, it was definitely a lot longer than I anticipated. Now we were in triage for a while. Jamie didn't know if she was feeling contractions. She said that she was just feeling some slight cramps and stuff. Uh, and then 
those cramps just got super aggressive over the next like two hours of sitting there. Um, it got to the point where she was pretty locked up squeezing my hand and squeezing the bed and really deep breathing. And you could tell that she was in an immense amount of pain. Uh, but she really did super, super well with it. Like there was no verbal screaming or anything. And she was very, very calm. Um, and it just, it, it worked out really well. She definitely felt so much better after the epidural. So because she was getting a C-section, they needed to numb the lower half of her body. They took her back into the operating room. I had to sit out in the hallway for what they said was 15 or 20 minutes. Turned out to be around 45 minutes uh, to get her prepped and ready. They admit her, administer her medicine and stuff and get her pre prepared for uh, the C-section procedure. Well, after that 45 minutes, I got brought into the room so that they could start the C-section. And I was just sitting by Jamie's head. And she was like, oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> so she was definitely feeling better once the medicine was kicking in. Um, and, you know, like th sitting in the room, uh, in the triage room, when she was getting all these contractions, as the guy there, you just feel so helpless. Like you can't really do anything. You can tell her that it's going to be okay as, much, as many times as you can. You can hold her hand, let her squeeze your hand and everything. But you still feel pretty useless. And that was, it was hard. It was a hard feeling. Like it was just in the back of my mind. Like I can't do anything to help her. But, um, you know, she took it like a champ and, uh, yeah, she, she was, you know, all the nurses and everything are saying that she is doing amazing with the whole process. Um, so they performed the C-section. Uh, I think Jamie warned the nurses that I get kind of, uh, lightheaded and woozy when seeing like blood and stuff like that, because they seem to, uh, be extra protective and making sure I didn't look at anything though. When they actually pulled the baby out, uh, they did allow me to look over the, the curtain to see the baby. And I obviously saw, uh, what was going on with Jamie as well. But I think at that time, it just hit me like, you know, that our baby was here. Um, it was hard for me to keep it together. I was tearing up the whole time. Um, you know, and just looking at Jamie and, uh, eventually they brought the little baby around and put her next to Jane or put him next to Jamie and let, let Jamie kiss his head. And then they brought him back to be cleaned up. I got to go over to the baby, which he was super active. Like, I understand why Jamie was saying, like, man, her tummy was getting punched and kicked in every direction because he was whipping all around. And, uh, yeah, he he kept grabbing, like, the stethoscope that was sitting uh, right next to him and, like, whipping that around. He kept grabbing my finger and jerking it all over the place. Very, very active little boy. And uh, it was just, I mean, it's an incredible uh, moment. I don't know. Like it, it, it's it's really hard to describe that moment without just being there. Um, it, it it's just incredible, and uh, you know we held the boy up to the little monitor and took his picture. He came out eight pounds fourteen ounces, so he came out a little under 
underweight compared to what we thought it was going to be, but he was still a pretty heavy, heavy baby. And uh, after that, we went into the recovery room after they cleaned up Jamie. And, you know, that was another 45 to hour and a half. Uh, I started to lose track of time. But I think like around like 7, 7 o'clock-ish, we went to recovery. Um, oh, and like while they were still like patching Jamie up or doing the rest of the C-section work after the baby was out, I was just holding him the whole time. And just playing with his little hand and and uh, giving him kisses and letting Jamie see him and letting Jamie touch his face. Um, and uh, yeah, we went to the recovery room. And this was around 7 o'clock, but we didn't get out of recovery until 8. And that was just a room where they kind of just sat us there. They let Jamie try and breastfeed for the first time. And uh, they just wanted to ensure that the baby's temp was okay, that Jamie's vitals were still staying okay. Um, and, you know, this whole day from 11 o'clock-ish to, uh, you know, about 8.15, my parents, Jamie's parents, were all staying in the hospital waiting room, um, which at this point were past visiting hours. So technically, if we were to go straight to our postpartum room, uh, they wouldn't have been able to see the baby. Luckily, the nursing staff there was awesome. Uh, they let us take a alternative route to our room, which brought us right through the waiting room. Uh, and it let my parents and Jamie's parents meet their new grandchild, their first and only grandchild so far. And that's when we told them that his name is Charles Francis. Uh, it's a very, very important name to me. Uh, Charles is my dad's middle name, and I wanted to name him after my dad. Um, and then the middle name Francis is also my grandfather's middle name. And uh, my grandfather is very, very important to me. And I think that that is a great, um, you know, it's a great name for, for my child to have. Um, or our child. Um but yeah, it was very emotional, emotional day, very, uh, very emotional talking to my mom afterward. Um, you know, I was like, I, I really wanted to keep the name secret until they got to see him. And I knew that like my mom and my dad, it would mean a lot to them to hear that he was named after my dad and my grandfather. Oh, and I'm starting to tear up right now just thinking about it. But it's been a long day. Um, anyway, after after we get to our postpartum room, finally, um, it's just the hospital experience is just a very tiring experience. Um, parents, uh, the parents have left by now. I went to the car to pick up all of our stuff, um, our, all of our go bags and stuff. And then every probably half hour or 15 minutes uh, for the first few hours, we constantly have staff stopping in to take different vital readings, tests, doing things with the baby. Um, so, and then, you know, at this point, we're kind of responsible for feeding the baby with uh, Jamie breastfeeding and responsible for changing the baby or pretty much just handling the baby unless you need assistance and you're allowed to call a nurse. 
Um, so they told us that, you know, typically the first night isn't super terrible. And they said that, you know, you should try and get as much sleep as possible um, the first night. And that was far from what happened. Um, he just kept wanting to eat like the whole night. And it was very, very tiring. Uh, we were up pretty much all the way till 5.46 o'clock in the morning. Um, between feedings, changing diapers, which I had a crazy sitcom type moment, changing a diaper, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, and then, you know, Jamie had to take medicine at certain hours. They wanted to ha get her catheter out for her to stand up. Uh, for her to try and go to the bathroom. They had all these different time marks that they would come in. And these are all, you know, I think they try and spread them out by like two or three hours. But things run late. Uh, the baby starts crying and we start trying to feed. So it just felt like we were constantly getting, well, I was constantly getting up, getting the baby, getting the baby over to Jamie. Uh, you know, trying to make sure that she's comfortable moving the baby around the pillows around to set up the baby for breastfeeding. And, uh, yeah, it was just very, very exhausting. Um, and around six, six ish in the morning, they gave the baby a bath. And that was the last thing I remember before I passed out. And then I woke up around seven fifty eight ish. So I got about, I don't know, probably like an hour and a half worth of sleep in that range. Um, and Jamie did not get any sleep at all. So, um, yeah, we're just all very tired. I'm, uh, and that's why I was trying to record this today. Just to, well, one, I kind of want to document all this stuff while it's fresh in my head, but also, you know, we're going to come home on Sunday and there's no way that, uh, you know, we're going to record or anything like that. So, um, yeah, anyway, my diaper changing nightmare. I'll I'll pretty much end with this uh end with this story. Um because I am so tired and I need to get back to the hospital. I really just came back to the house to do a few quick errands. Um but last night around three o'clock in the morning, um we fed the baby and the baby was still crying pretty aggressively. Um, so we wanted to check to make sure that he didn't need a diaper or anything. You, I, I, we were checking diapers pretty often and, uh, because Jamie can't really stand or do anything like that, uh, this duty kind of falls on me right now. So I went over to Charlie and I, you know, take his diaper off and he had the, a huge, super sticky tacky black poop and that's like typical for a newborn like a first day newborn has this very dark black uh very very tacky um poop that like is it's really hard to get off even with wipes like you're wiping multiple times multiple wipes trying to get this stuff off and uh it was, it, it was very difficult to get him clean, so I probably used like 10 or 15 wipes trying to get his butt clean, and I finally got him to where I felt comfortable to put a new diaper on, so I grabbed a new diaper, I slid it under him, and then he started pooping again. 
And I just turned to Jamie. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, what is he doing? So I'm like, all right. Like, I start wiping more. I grab more wipes. I'm wiping, wiping, wiping. And then I tell Jamie, I'm like, hey, like, call nurse. We need to get more wipes because I am running through these things. So she calls a nurse in. They gave me new wipes. I'm like, beautiful. Thank you. Um, you know, that's all we needed. I continue wiping him. I get him all clean. As I'm like just finishing up, finishing up, getting him clean, he starts peeing everywhere and he's in a little bassinet. So it's a little contained area and there's a little pillow that he lays on that's covered with like a pillowcase and stuff. All this stuff got soaked with pee. So, um, we called another nurse in, I picked up the baby and handed the baby to the nurse. Then I was grabbing a pillowcase, replacing the pillowcase on the pad while she was holding the baby. We put him back down. I start to put a diaper under him again, and he just starts pooping again. <laughs> and I was just, I just looked over at Jamie. I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a sitcom because like this just, it, it's, oh man. It was frustrating at the time, but, like, funny to look back at it now that it's the next day, but, oh, boy. So, yeah, I, anyway, the nurse was in the room, and I was like, oh, my God, he's pooping again. And she was just like, all right, just slap the diaper on, and we'll let him finish, and then we could wipe him later. So that's what we did. Got the diaper all set on him, and then, you know, an hour later or whatever, um, we went and changed him again, but... Yeah, this little Charlie, he is, he is so darn cute, and he is perfect, and uh, he is healthy, and Jamie is healthy, and that is what I'm really thankful for, so, you know, sorry that it's just me on here this time if you're listening, um, but, you know, this is a big, big milestone for our family, I don't know what we're going to do in terms of recording in the future from this point on. Uh, maybe me and Jamie's mom will hop on here for a little bit since she's going to be staying with us for the next few weeks. But either way, um, if an episode doesn't come out next Monday, th well, Monday after this, yeah, that's, that's why. Because we are dealing with our beautiful new newborn. So... Thanks for listening, and I'll talk, me and Jamie or Jamie's mom or somebody will talk to you at some point in the future. See ya.